to Queen City Takes, a soccer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Luke. I'm Taylor. And I'm Thomas. That's right. This is Queen City Takes. We're a soccer podcast. We're formerly known as the Know Nothing Show. Um, but we've decided to really go with something, something we're all passionate about. We've talked about it. We love it so much. And it's soccer. Football. So, yeah. Uh, football to football some. Football for, for some. Soccer for others. Yeah. Same, same concept. Yeah. We'll mostly be jumping into Premier League, but coming up we'll have Champions League. A little we'll bit even, of Europa League. That way we can talk about Arsenal. Yeah, that's right. The World, Europa League. The World Cup. World Cup this fall. It's I coming. mean, like what League Cup and FA Cup and those get a little spicy. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're even going to throw some fantasy soccer into it, which I'm really excited about. Um, and I'm y'all are just as well. Um, but today we're doing a Premier League predictions episode where we're going through the table as we start here in a couple days. Like two days, Arsenal kicks us off here in a couple days. Arsenal Ta- Palace, we're gonna lose three 0 It's gonna be. Thomas, do you remember what happened last season when you started the season off? And uh, yeah, see, see what had wanna, happened. Do we want to go through what the score was on that one? Well, so we and lost, who you played? We lost. What did we lose? Three zero no, to Brentford. Two nil. No, I think it was three. No, because then we lost four nil to City and three nil to Chelsea. So we were negative nine after three games with zero goal or scold. I remember this very, very clearly because, you know, the wound is so deep in, in my soul. Um, but, you know, Crystal Palace is going to beat us 3-0 this, this Friday. It's going to be great. Jackson's going to text me and I'm just going to cry and uh, hide my face for about a week. It's also Jackson's luck. Oh, yeah. Well, also, Patrick Vieira would love beating us. So, yeah. that... Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, on the other end, I think we beat him 5-0 because we are flying in preseason right now. Uh, I'm really excited for uh, Jesus to really. Dude, I mean, I think he's going to be phenomenal. He scored so many goals in preseason. He did. It's kind of stupid. Like he's. I think he's going to be really like a top goal scorer of the season, or one of the top goal scorers. I think. I think, I think he gets 15 in the prem. Top. I, one of the top, not top, but one of the top. I mean, we'll talk about our top goals. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, uh, I'd say like I think between 10, 15, 10 and 15. If he gets below 15, it's a bad season. He'll get double digits for sure. Oh, yeah. Double yeah. digits for sure. Yeah. I don't think we get, we'll have another Lacazette. And Eddie and Keddy looks very solid. Who's else PK taker? Saka. Saka. Well, Jesus will be the PK taker. No, no, no. Saka was PKs even when Jesus was starting in preseason. I don't know, man. I bet you he takes over. No, no. Like, literally, Saka literally took Oh, even it. in they preseason? Were, they were on this pitch gotcha. at the same time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Saga's in for it, man. Anyways, we are heading into Premier League predictions. We've gone ahead and made our table of where we think teams will end up throughout the year. And we'll start from the bottom and work our way up. And then we'll talk about individual awards towards the end. And so I guess let's go ahead and dive into it, guys. So Luke is the only one. We actually all have our list pulled up and we can see each other's list. Yep. Uh, Luke is the only one that disagrees with me and Taylor as very bottom guaranteed go down. Me and Taylor have both put Bournemouth, and Ta- or Luke has gone with Fulham. So, Luke, do you want to explain why you don't trust Fulham to stay up? Dude, I honestly have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I, I know some teams come up from the championship, and they just they have something to prove. Down. Well, no, they have something to prove, oh, and so right. sometimes they light a fire and, like, really Like Brentford problem. did or Sheffield did. And, and Leeds yeah, kind of yeah. did that a couple years ago. Yeah. And so I know they can. Um, but I just, I just don't really know what's there for them. Um, and so, okay. yeah, I, I, a lot of them also do just go straight back down because they can't handle it. And so right. that, that, that's where that prediction really lies. Um, not too well versed on more than that. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, Taylor, do you have any opinion on Fulham? Because you actually have them going down as well. Um, I don't. I don't personally. I don't have a s- strong statistical um, information. Okay, well, let but, me let me try well, and change your minds a little bit. Because I actually have Fulham staying up barely in 17th. And this is why. They won the championship, like, record-breaking season. Uh, Mitrovic scored 43 goals in 44 games. And he's still with them. And because of the fact that they've gone up and gone back down, and gone up, and gone back down, and now they're back up again. The likelihood of them doing it a third time, you know, you would think they would get it right in the sense of figuring out how to stay in the prem for longer than a season. Uh, 
And in all honesty, I think they were just that dominant in the championship that they will have a little bit better of a squad. I'm not saying they have a Premier League quality squad, but I think they have just enough to where they can stay up. Hmm. So that is my reasoning. Yeah. I mean, a strong point is they are coming from the championship. So, I mean, Luke said, I mean, he had a good point about how they have a lot to prove, but I just don't think they cut it. Yeah, fair enough. I just don't think they cut it. Okay, but we all had Bournemouth going down. I have them in 20th. So does Taylor. Oh, wait. Did you have Bournemouth? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I have them at 19th. He has not, yeah. Okay. So I think we can just. Bournemouth suck. They haven't improved much. They haven't signed anybody in the championship. Um, Eddie Howe, their previous manager, is now at Newcastle. So. Yeah, moving moving on. Luke, do you want to take your next pick? Yeah, so in 18th, I actually have Leeds going down. Um, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. interesting. No one else in our in our little Google sheet here has them going down. Y'all have them pretty close. I think a couple. Of, yeah, kind of in the in the back quarter of the league. I my reasoning behind this one is a couple of things. They were they fought it. And they barely scraped away from it last season. Yeah. And so... They got lucky. They really did get lucky last, last they, season. They were close. I mean, it was last day of the season. Like, literally, it was last day of the season. Yeah. And they have a manager that's, like, working at... Like, that they're trying to work out now. And... Got to back the American, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but I'm not. <laughs> Fair enough. Apologies. Do you think just because they lost Phillips and Rich, uh, not Richarlson, um, Rafinha, they just don't have it? I just think that's two central pieces. Like, Phillips is really, really good. Like, City went after him for yeah. a reason. And and he plays on the England squad. Very good holding mid. Oh, he's fantastic for England. So. And... And Rafinha, who had... Didn't he have double-digit goals this past year? On I a, think like... 14, 13? And some assists. Yeah. Uh, for a relegation level team, like that was almost there. Yeah, that was an insane season. So I think their two best players are gone. And they, we were looking at a chart a few days ago. I don't know if this is relevant anymore, especially with some news coming out about Chelsea signing. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but Sterling, they haven't signed Cucurella yet. Yeah, they're they're on the brink of signing Cucurella, so I don't know if this will be the case at the end of the transfer window. But as of right now, Leeds have spent over like a hundred million in transfers and are in the top ten list. And so they're bringing people in, but that's a new system they have to get into and fit. Right. And so they're learning it, and I just don't think they have enough to make it. And so I think I think. It's going to be even harder fight for them this year to to scrape out of it. So, go ahead, Tay. Yeah, well, I was going to say. So, I think I have them the highest on my on my. I list. have them in sixteenth. I have them in fourteenth. Yeah, and I'm just going to reverse Luke's logic, which I mean is all fair. I mean, it could go. Either way. Yeah, could, I think they could go down, but I don't think they actually do go down. Yeah, I because of all their signings, because of just how much they've spent, I think they do go a little better than what they did last season. Um, I, I also think Leeds is just one of those clubs where they have a different um, kind of passion to stay up in the Premier League. Like, they are a Premier League team, no matter if they're in League One or the Premier League. Like, they belong in the Premier League. So I think there is that kind of passion and importance to staying up than some other teams have. Now, that goes against who I have in 18th, which is Nottingham Forest. Um <laughs> Because they also are a Premier League team, massive team, so they also deserve to be in the Premier but I just don't think they have enough. I like the American manager. I think he's got, like, a Ted Lasso vibe to him of, like, just getting the team united behind him. Tactically-wise, he actually knows what's going on, but... Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, I've heard some people call the... What's his name? I forget the Leeds manager's name right now. Uh, They've called him Lasso Ted because he's kind of a douche, but... That's incredible. (laughs) Well, so I'm looking at the old the last season stats. Leeds had 11 draws, <laughs> 11 draws out of their 38. Is that most in the league? No, it's not the most. There's some with 10, 15, 14. Who had 15? Uh, Brighton, Crystal uh, yeah, Palace. Crystal Palace had a lot of draws. Yeah. I guess Bright, some Brighton top, makes a lot of sense. Some top yeah. teams too, but maybe maybe hopefully this season they can break those. I think draws. I definitely think like I think those 20 through 15. I think those what is that six teams there. I think those six teams 
can all go down just as easily. Yeah, one hundred percent. Y'all want to finish out like list out the rest of your um, relegation or relegated teams? Yeah. So I, I mean, I have Nottingham Forest as my other relegation team. Um, to be honest, I don't know much about them. I know they were they were great in the uh, championship great last season. Um, however, I'm looking at the league table and they did finish fourth. Um, well, they, they got in by winning the playoffs. Right, right, so. right. Um, and so in that, I, I, coming up from the championship, have a lot to prove. I think they're, they're strong underdogs, and I think I'm taking them as um, just not kind of coming out on top. I think they also go down, as I said, and I also think Southampton go down. Yeah, I, I, was about to I ask agree. About that. I agree. Be, because you look at all of the teams that, in my opinion, are the teams that could get relegated. And just to list them, it's Everton, Leeds, Fulham, Nottingham Forest, Southampton, and Bournemouth. Those are my teams that I think could get relegated. And I seriously think out of all those teams, Southampton have the least going for them and are the least exciting. So it's like, I mean, they haven't done anything. They I mean, aren't exciting. They have nothing. Like, I think Jesse Marsh, that's the Leeds manager's, manager's name. Mm. I think he can actually unite the players and try and get them to stay up, even though they're not that talented of a squad. I think Southampton literally have nothing going for them, and I actually have them finishing 19th. So they have they, – last season they had nine wins, 13 draws, 16 losses. So, again – A poor season. Very, like, not a great – not a great And they season. just haven't improved at all. And their last their last five games included four losses, one draw. Yeah, they're, they're a poor – So season. they ended the season pretty bad. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that'll be a good thing heading into the new season. They have a lot to, lot to improve with, and maybe they'll have an edge on their shoulder. Yeah. A chip on their shoulder. But who knows? So we've kind of all mentioned the same teams. The only team that Taylor – has down there that the rest of us don't is Brentford. Uh, see, like towards the bottom, you don't yeah. get relegated. But. Yeah, with, with these these below middle tier teams, um, again, so much could fluctuate with it within those teams. Um, Leeds Leeds could really improve. Everton could really go down. Um, Definitely. I, I I just don't know much about Brentford. Um, if I'm looking at last season stats, finished thirteenth. Um, they did okay, thirteen wins, not as many draws, which is good. Um, they ended their season just two wins, two losses, one draw. So um, it's kind of one of those teams where I'm like, yeah, I just don't think much is going to improve. Okay, so do you gonna... think they're going to be fine without Christian Eriksen? Luke, do you have an opinion? Well, he came in what halfway through the season, right? I I think they'll be okay. I agree. Yeah, I think they'll be okay. I, I honestly kind of forgot about it, to be honest. Christian Eriksen is like knows so much, so I do think it will affect them a little bit. Yeah, but I think over the course of a whole season, it's not really going to be that much of an effect to where like I think they're going to be like being relegated right. or close. Like, I, I right. think they have a good. I think they're a well-run club, whereas other clubs such as I think Brighton are a poorly run club, um, and they just have a great manager. So like I think because they are a well-oiled machine. Their their manager is a smart guy. They have exciting talent and like Aaron Hickey at fullback. Like I do think they have enough quality to stay up. But I have seen other people really start to say Brentford could go down. And like it's what is why Sheffield went down that one year after they finished like seventh, right? And yeah. then they got relegated the next year. It's that sophomore slump that a lot of teams go through. So I could definitely see them struggling, but I think those other teams that you know we've kind of mentioned enough already. So I'm so I'm looking at some stats right now. Uh, games played with uh, Brentford without Erickson, they had 28 and they had six wins. Games with Erickson were only 10 and they won seven. Mm. So mm. I mean, we could see we could see a little decline in Brentford because yeah. without Erickson, they'll definitely struggle. But I think Ivan Tony too is just I think he's gonna really push for maybe getting into the England squad just because it's a World Cup season. Dominic Calvert-Lewin does not look like he's getting into that team. Harry Kane's pretty much the only guaranteed striker, and Jamie Vardy hasn't been a part of the England squad in years for some reason, even though he's a quality striker. Right. Um, I So I, I think Ivan Sodi might even have a little bit of a fight in him to try and get into the England squad and score a couple extra goals because of that. Yeah. Which will do, and like for these bottom half teams, literally five goals is the difference between getting relegated and finishing thirteenth. So yeah, yeah, and yeah, it comes down to that, especially on a lot of those draws. But I think we've pretty much have we gone over everybody we have kind of towards that bottom half. I think we got to talk about Everton real quick. 
Yeah. Just because of how big they are. You and I have them at 15. We also all, all have, have them, them at, at the same, yeah. Yeah, yeah. same spot. Okay, why, why did y'all put them there? I just don't think they really have... I, like, I haven't really paid attention to new transfers, but it seems like they have a lot of players that are just kind of like... Not cutting it. Well, the big one that they lost is Richarlson. Yep. Yeah. And and he was same deal as Rafinha. Like, on a relegation, like a team approaching relegation brought in a lot of what their goals are. And like you're saying, those goals at the the bottom of that table pull out a couple wins and are what gets you out of there. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what's – that's going to be a big miss. I think they have a couple like – I hate saying this about him because long-time spur, but, like, Deli Alley is kind of washed. Yeah, he's, and, he's not a Premier League player anymore, in my opinion. And there's just players like that. I feel like not all of them, but, like, there's players like that on that team, right. in my opinion. Yeah, they, they so, brought in Dwight McNeil from a relegated Burnley. Like, not, not – don't get me wrong, Dwight McNeil was probably one of the best players on Burnley, but still, he's not – they still went down. So. Everton has, has been on the decline. For, for a couple of years, which now. is crazy considering the investment. Which is had. which is really crazy. Yeah. They didn't. They, I mean, they finished sixteenth last season, got many goals scored against. Um, yeah, they can't defend. And, and it, I, I mean, I, it's like yeah. they either win or they lose. And they I don't think Lampard is a good enough coach to keep him up. I don't think so either. Like his man, yeah, Eddie Howe, the manager for Newcastle, can keep teams up because he knows how to manage that situation. Yeah, Frank Lampard does not know how to manage that situation. Yeah. <laughs> And and I, I do think kind of like how we were talking about earlier with like big clubs that should be in the Premier League. I think Everton's kind of one of those in my opinion, mm-hmm. and so I I think that's why they like scrape like claw their way out of this one this year. But if they do end up getting relegated, it's one of those teams where I'm like, yeah, no, that's right. It, it was heading that direction, right? Yeah. So I don't want them to go down though. Personally, yeah. I hate Everton, but it's like. I want the Premier League to be the biggest clubs. Like, when Aston Villa got promoted, I hate Aston Villa. Trust me, I hate Aston Villa. Uh, but they, I, I like them being in the Prem. Yeah. So. Absolutely. So, with that being said, I think we pretty much covered... The, the bottom half. The bottom portion of the table. Yeah. And so, let's go ahead and start jumping. I believe we're really only going to talk... Jump. Let's go and talk about five and six, like where Europa... We Do, do we want to list off, like, our... Let's, let's list off our eight... Through twenty, real quick, starting with twentieth, just so we've kind of named them all. And yeah, okay, I, uh, I I can go ahead and start us off. Uh, so I have Fulham at twenty, then going up to Bournemouth and Leeds. Those three getting relegated, then Nottingham Forest, Southampton, Everton, Crystal Palace, Brentford, Wolves, Aston Villa, Brighton, and Newcastle, and then West Ham in eighth. Okay, Taylor, do you have any strong objections on any of that? Um, no, I mean, Luke and I have Aston Villa at the same spot. Um, we have a little fluctuation from Brighton. He has him at 10th. I have him at 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, Wolves is about the same. I mean, Luke, Luke and I have, have similar. I I mean, our only difference is that I have West Ham in 7th, right right below the top six low table. Mm-hmm. Um, West Ham were great last season. I think they're still going to be top dogs this season mm-hmm. um, up there. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty similar in that sense. I, yeah, I think my biggest thing is I, I really, I'm really excited to see Aston Villa this season. Kind of just looking over their, uh, I cannot believe that. Their, um, transfers. I mean, they, they brought in Philip Coutinho, Diego Carlos. Oh, permanent. He was already there. But yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, they just brought in a lot of great people. Aston Villa, um, didn't concede as many goals as they probably should have where they ended up. They ended up in 14th, but they only conceded. Their their uh, goal differential is negative two, mm-hmm. which if you go down below that to Southampton, who finished 15th, they're at a negative 24 goal differential. Right. So huge, huge drop. Um, and so I don't – personally, I don't think they, they deserve to be 14th, and so I think they'll, they'll increase. Yeah, they, they definitely underachieved last year. However, I still don't think they're that good of a squad. Um, like I'll give the rest of my list. So my teams getting relegated are Forest, Southampton, Bournemouth, um, and then I have Everton leads and or Fulham leads Everton going seventeen, sixteen, fifteen. Also really struggling and could all go down. Then I have Brentford. Like I said, I think they're just gonna have enough. Brighton, which in all honesty could 
be in a worse position because they still don't have a striker. I think Graham Potter's just a good enough coach where they're finished mid-table. Uh, Wolves, and then I have Aston Villa, who I think we all have them in 11. Yeah, we all yeah. have them at 11. So I think they definitely underperformed last year, but I'm still not that impressed. Uh, I do like Steven Gerrard as a manager. Though. I do think he's in a good place to really begin his managerial career, and he's building something where he can eventually end up at a big club, possibly. Hmm. The team I want to talk about real quick is Palace. We, I think they get 10th, if not higher, somehow. I like Crystal Palace. I mean, our, our good buddy good buddy Jackson is a big Crystal Palace fan, and so you know he would love to hear that as Luke, well. Luke, you have them in 14th. Is there any reason why? Yeah, um, not entirely. I, I just like... Who who who's on their strike? Who, who are their strikers? So Zaha is their big one. Yep. Who's had a great year last year, and he's probably gonna have a good year this year. Um, Elise, who could win Young Player of the Year if Saka wasn't so good. Um, I is looks really good. I know they're losing Gallagher, but they are losing. And all Gallagher. Lot, they've recruited well. They've got something to build on. They're just exciting right now, in my opinion. Yeah. And I, and I can see that. I, Zaha just doesn't do it for me. Like whenever I see him play, like I know I know he he pulls like pulls out goals and helps him and is like insanely fast. I just I, I get the excitement around it. I just didn't really see it. I think Brentford's like someone that's pretty strong, so that's why I like kind of put them a little bit above it because mm-hmm. I, I think like like you said like we've kind of like started noticing Ivan Tony. Um, but yeah. to be honest, these this is the area that I feel like the the most uncomfortable in in my rankings, and so um, yeah, I mean, like the like I best. have I have them under Wolves, and to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it, Wolves is probably a team I would put under Palace. Like, yeah, I, I'm just not super bullish on them, and um, either, um, and so. Look at you using your finance terms since your new job. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I get that. I mean, I just I think they've also had two really exciting um, transfers in Decore, who y'all may remember. Mm-hmm. You will probably remember him from FIFA. Decore, the French guy that used to play for Watford. Didn't he go to Everton? Yeah, at one point, I'm pretty sure. So, so he did he go from Everton to Palace, or was he? No, no, I don't. Lens, wherever that is. Um, don't know. Interesting. It also could be a completely different de- decor, and I'm completely sorry if I'm messing this up. Uh, they also brought in Chris Richards from Bayern Munich. Um, he was a backup of Bayern Munich. Let me clear that up. But Bayern Munich loved him. It's like um, when Arsenal bring on Mohamed Elneny or Rob Holding, we feel very comfortable bringing them on because we know they'll get the job done. But if Mohamed Elneny went to, like, uh, maybe not a palace, but, like, to a Fulham – He'd be one of their best players, like type deal. Mm. So I I think that's a very solid player and will really improve their midfield. Yeah. Um, so I like Palace this year. I think there's they're more likely to finish below tenth than above it, which is why I put them tenth. Mm. But yeah, I see it. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I guess. Heading into so you 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 went through your eight Taylor do you want to finish off up to eight for you yeah yeah so I have Bournemouth Nottingham Forest Fulham at relegation Southampton Brentford Everton Leeds uh, heading into fourteenth and then Wolves Brighton Aston Villa Crystal Palace at ten um, and then Newcastle Leicester heading into that that upper upper half of the I have the Leicester league. Newcastle ninth and eighth I just don't think Leicester have anything for him, but yeah, was it wasn't Jamie Vardy injured a lot last year? Yeah, um, yeah, but at the same time, Schmeichel's gone. Um, oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, oh, also, this is another reason. Sorry, I just mentioned a goalkeeper. I definitely think Fulham stay up because they signed Burn Leno for two million. So I'm, I'm sorry, I had to throw that in. No, that's, no, he's no, a that's, great. That's he's a, a great keeper. I don't think Leicester transferred anyone in, did they? And as well, literally, I think Schmeichel left today. I think he tweeted. Oh, so out that's that's yeah, relevant. Yeah, 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 like real, recent. real new. Um, mm. And plus, they they haven't signed anyone. Yeah, they Brendan they signed anyone. And Brendan Rodgers really doesn't looks like he doesn't know what he's doing right now. Like they won the FA Cup and they looked like they were really going to build. Completely had a horrible season, 
and they haven't improved anywhere. So I just don't see how they're going to get up to seventh. Sorry, Luke. Um, but, yeah, I think they'll struggle. Yeah, to me, to me, that area with, like, Leicester, West Ham, and Newcastle, it's, it's like a toss-up. Like, there's a lot of excitement around Newcastle right now, and so, honestly, they'll probably be, like, like solid after talking about it they're probably more of my favorite to like land there and I, that's probably more of like who i'd like like to see like right. land there but at, yeah so I, I just kind of view them the same like they still have madison um i'm trying to think of their like the young talent i'm pretty sure he's young <laughs> barnes harvey barnes harrison yeah. barnes let me look it up. Harrison Barnes sounds sounds right. Thomas, I love what you have at uh, at uh, seventh. Manchester six, six United. Manchester United. Not even the yeah, top so, six. Yeah, because I think West Ham get it, and here's why: because West Ham signed a very exciting striker. If I can remember the name, it is um, oh, I can't even remember. I think it was the. Ariola is that is that the striker from P- PSG? Ariola was a goalkeeper. Yeah, he is a. Goalkeeper. He's a goalkeeper. That is a goalkeeper. Yeah. Okay, wait, hold up. Can you look up? Can Areola, you look up who they a, signed? Uh, a, uh, yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Without saying it. Yeah. Saying it. <laughs> so can you look up who West Ham signed at striker? I believe he was like a solid striker, and Antonio. Do you State, know from where? Uh, try Rons. You spelled R E N N E S. Um. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Why well, yeah, that? I'm not that high on Manchester United either. I'm like, like, look, it's a new season for him. I think, from an Arsenal fan's perspective, I've gone through what Manchester United are going through now, and it gets worse before it gets better. Don't get me wrong. I think Ten Hag could be the guy to take them back to a place where they belong. But in Arteta's first season, we got worse, and now I think Arteta's. Yeah, and you're coming in and implementing a new system, and with right. that, it's going to take some time. There's growing and, pains, you know? And I think there's, I think the fact that they brought in Christian Eriksen kind of says something about what's going on there. Like, you're, I guess, like, an old veteran to, like, build around. Like, that That kind of makes me wonder what's going on with Bruno. Right. You know, does who, does who, the manager who, really like Bruno? Yeah. Who, who's on fire? And they're starting Anthony Martial at number nine, Cristiano Ronaldo. We don't know what's going on with him. Yes, there's been rumors about him wanting to leave, but there's also still pictures of him in Manchester. And so, yeah, it, it, not sure. And even with him, like people are really high on Ronaldo. And don't get me wrong, one of the best soccer players of all time. But it's on the decline. Like it's uh, been on yeah. the decline. He like if you watch him play a full game. He kind of dies after the seventieth minute unless he plays like, a piece of magic. <laughs> like, like watching. So Taylor and I are Tottenham fans. Watching them play us when he scored that hat trick, I was furious because I thought he only touched the ball like five times. <laughs> he like I thought we were playing a better game than Man U, and and then because he's one of the best players in the world and one of the best strikers, he still has do his it, quality. Yeah, th- those three hits he took. We're absolutely outstanding, and he got one of the top goals of the year with it, and right. so he can pull that out and help them. But I think through the course over the long season, because he's getting up there in age, it doesn't like really stand there. And right. so I don't think he's going to help them as much if he's there. And I just think there's been a lack of unity. Their back line's been it's very still, like, like Harry Maguire is still club captain. Varane didn't look good last year. Uh, Martinez could play left back, could play center back, but if he's playing center net, center back, he's five nine at center back. Like I know he's talented. Arsenal wanted to sign him, we just didn't want to pay seventy million for him. Granted, uh, very happy with Sinchenko personally for thirty mil, much better deal in my eyes. Um, <laughs> but and then the other thing is, I are they going to get Van de Beek from Barcelona? We don't know. They they don't look Frankie De Jong. Frankie De Jong, sorry, sorry. Van, they already have Van de Beek, or yeah. they loaned him or sold him some, to some place. He he was there. I don't know if he is anymore. Yeah, yeah sorry. But, uh, but like, if they sign Frankie De Jong, fantastic player. I don't think there's any question of that. But I still, even with Frankie De Jong, I still think there's holes in their midfield. I think there's a lot of holes in their defense. Even with Christian, with with Eriksen coming in. 
Uh, I'm more like they I already mean, had Bruno in my like, and Pog. They lost Pogba. They lost Pogba. They, Which Pogba wasn't really a part of that. Like he wasn't really fitting in that system. Right. With, with, with uh, old. They yeah. also lost uh, Cavani. Yeah, but that, that was more of a, that was a depth piece. Yeah, and yeah. It was really good. But, but they're putting at the Anthony Martial up top, who hasn't looked good for years. No. Rashford had a horrible season last year. Sancho looks great. And then the other thing is, is they're relying. They're using uh, Fred as like it, these, like the glue in their midfield. And I know Fred looked quality last year. He looked like one of their better players. But at the same time, it's why I don't. I think it's Arsenal's weakest point I mean, too with Thomas Party. It's like Thomas Party's class. I think Fred is class, but you need a little bit of depth there and a little bit of wiggle room. Yeah. There's no room there. Speaking of Fred, did y'all see the highlights of him like losing it in a club friendly? Like yeah. he stomped on a guy and got red carded. Oh really? And it was at friendlies. Like this is preseason. Oh, like geez. within the past couple of weeks, and so it's like if that's your midfield going into right. the prem doing that in club friendlies, it's like come on, man. Yeah, they've like, got their, their heads are gone already. There's play the players like you're mentioning, like Fred, Martial, even Maguire. I'm sure now are players that have moments of brilliance, but there's no consistency right. there. And Sancho is pretty much the only person I would be like super excited about. <laughs> like, and I like who I plays on the other wings apart uh, on the other Rashford side. Rashford sometimes. Okay. Um, oh wait, they I have that young guy Alonga, right? I heard someone. I heard that Mason Greenwood might be coming back after all that stuff that happened with him, but I'm not. Yeah. Entirely uh, sure. Yeah, I don't really know the situation on that. There's also some weird stuff going on with our Arsenal player, without mentioning it, because I think it's illegal to talk about this sort of stuff. So uh, we need to use the word allegedly around all this. Interesting. But, oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So <laughs> good, uh, good to we, know. We didn't name anything specific, I mean, so we're fine. I mean, I think we have a player that's kind of similar. Yeah, you, one like, one of your signings is in a very similar situation. Of, um, uh, allegations. As a, let's say as a Deshaun Watson. Um, just, you know, so very, very tough. And it's like, I'm excited about the player because he's a good soccer player, but like you never want to support someone, someone that's like that. Yeah. So no, allegedly, someone allegedly, like that. allegedly, because we don't know if they actually did it or not. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so that is why, personally, I think United has more going against them than going for look, them. Look, I've never liked United. I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> I'm totally okay with that. You uh, have them in six, and where do you have them? Like? I have them also at six. So, but you were what you were mentioning, West Ham. Taylor, did you get that striker or was it? Sorry, <laughs> yeah. that's how we got into the whole thing. We were talking about West Ham. I tried. Honestly, to... I, I it's fine. I, just... I I know they signed a striker and I can't remember his name, but I've heard good things from you know my very little knowledge of other leagues. Um, Gianluca Sc- uh, Scamacca. Sure. Um, Italy international center. Yes, forward. the guy from Italy. Yes, yes. Italy international. Yeah, twenty three. Yeah, he looks very exciting. I don't, you know, like when Lukaku came back, it it wasn't a great scene coming from Italy. So we'll see how the Italian Premier League works. But they still have Antonio, and they finished seventh with Antonio. So I think adding the striker, keeping Declan Rice, keeping Bowen, building on what they had last year, and possibly being able to capitalize on a very um, uncertain United, I think they could get sixth. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. West Ham definitely could do it. And like I was saying, those anywhere from that like six to I guess eight or nine range is kind of left up in the air. Mm-hmm. It just depends. I, I feel like at, at a certain point it comes to like what's going on with team chemistry and who wants it more. Right. And so, I mean, you who, know, who avoids the most injuries, you know, who hits form at the right time. Yeah. yeah. And capitalizes. And, and this is why. I think a lot about what's going to happen in these, like, top four that we're about to get into. Right. It, it depends on who capitalizes on the games. They should be winning. Right. And so... Like, Arsenal should have beat Everton last year, and we didn't. And I know we would have got top four if we beat... Like, that was the one game when I look back last season, and I'm like, I cannot believe we lost that game. Because we were on good form, Everton were on horrible form, Everton were awful last year, and we lost. But if we had won that game, that's the difference between us finishing fifth and fourth last year. Literally, and and but that's the Premier League, and that's oh, it's fine it. margins. And the so. the other thing that's going to make we're about to get in the top four, and what I think is going to really mess up all of our predictions, the World Cup being in December, that January transfer window is going to be crazy. 
because there's going to be so many players that look so good in the World Cup, and 100%. they're going to buy them, and some are going to stand out, and then others are going to be terrible, and it's going to be like, oh gosh, you know, it's going to be ex- yeah. exciting. Absolutely. Well, let's, let's run through our top six. Let's each one through our top six. Go for it. You may go first. Y- All right. Yeah. So United at sixth, Arsenal at fifth, Boo. <laughs> Chelsea at fourth, Liverpool at third, City at second, and Tottenham. As winning spicy the permit. See, the I Premier wish I would have told League. you not to go first because you probably just lost about half the people because <laughs> they look, probably think we're all idiots now. Look, as so. a Tottenham fan, <laughs> as a Tottenham fan, I'm a little biased. I'm, oh, 100%, I'm, I'm a little biased, 100%. but if I think it's going to be the year, it's going to be this one. Conte is in a great spot. He's comfortable where he's at. He's built a great team. We've had a lot of great signings. I'm excited all all around. Striker wise, we're Charleston. Um, Perisic at, at the wing, like I, I like so many good signings that I'm really excited for. And honestly, I I just feel it. I feel it. Fair I enough. feel like this is gonna be it. We have, I mean, new brand new stadium, lots of fans coming in. They're excited, getting a lot of hype up from past season with Conte. I think this is gonna be it. So yeah. I will kind of dig Taylor. Okay, oh, and one more one more point. Luke has brought this up numerous times about how City has won uh, the the Prem the past three the past three, three seasons. Four out of the last five, yeah. Four out of the last five. Do they do it again for a fourth year in a row? That seems pretty hard to do. They could do it. And honestly, I'm back and forth between Tottenham and City. I, I will say I, this. I, I talked have, you into it. But I, I, have to put, I have to put Tottenham in there. I talked I, him I into putting uh, Tottenham as first because I was so he, he had Tottenham first and then he switched it to City. And then right before we started, I was like, okay, if you really believe this, that Tottenham can win, you should put it. But see, I am so back and forth that I could go either way. But because I'm a little biased for Tottenham, I got to go Tottenham. I have to. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the year. I think this is the year. I really do. So, Absolutely. And, go and I'm going to jump in on this because as Let's a Tottenham, talk about Tottenham for a minute. Because we're, we're I going have, to. Let me say this. <laughs> okay, I have great. them in fourth. You do. And I have them in second behind Man City. So Taylor and I pretty much have ours flip-flopped because in my eyes, I don't see, like, I'm like, how can City win four years in a row? Like, statistically, like, that For the Premier League, that's crazy. It's just, like, if your team is that broken, but I think if any team is going to do it, it's going to be City. And they've already brought in Holland and Phillips. Yeah. And... So they've gotten rid of like a couple of players, like Fernandinho is no longer there, but he was he's a veteran, and so like and Jesus he wasn't playing that. Like we clearly saw them win the league last year without a striker. Now they have Holland. So and their depth is just mind boggling. Like if they lose like Mares and if um, they lose Mares, they're fine. They'll still have Grealish. They have whoever Grealish. else they want to put on the right wing. And, and yeah. they lost Sterling, so yeah. that's kind of a. Like if they I do, mean, yeah. Gabriel Jesus, Sterling, Fernandinho, we're 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 a couple. But but Foden can play out wide. Grealish plays out wide. They don't need a striker. De Bruyne is great. Bernardo Silva is great. Apparently, he might be going to Barca. Possibly. De Bruyne? Think, no, Bernardo Silva. Barcelona are interested. Oh. In with the millions of dollars they somehow pulled out of the piggy bank. Yeah. Uh, Barcelona but, doesn't have money. <laughs> yeah. Right. What is going on? Uh, so this is my issue with Tottenham. Part of it. Let's, well, let's take note that that Thomas is right. Ar- that's what I was about to say. Okay, which I hope thinks which like level this out. It does. So, so, it so does. they'll so probably does. finish between fourth and fifth. <laughs> or, sorry, not fourth and fifth. Fourth and first. They'll probably finish somewhere in there. Uh, yeah. I think they are guaranteed. In my opinion, I don't. Let me just give you my top six, just so we're you know there. I think City win. Liverpool get second. Arsenal get third. Tottenham fourth. Chelsea fifth, West Ham sixth. I think that top five definitely gets top five. And in my opinion, I think the top four definitely gets top four. I can't see Chelsea getting in there. I think Tuchel's time is running up at Chelsea. I think their signings are a little inconsistent, don't really follow an idea. So that's my been on Chelsea. I mean, hey, they lost to Charlotte FC and PK. Right. That's yeah, I was that's at a, that. That's your big downfall. You were at that game. I was at that game. Yeah. Let's go. Um so, anyways, here's my reason for Tottenham finishing fourth. A, I do genuinely believe Arsenal are better than them. B, I could also never put Arsenal below Tottenham. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, I think Conte is a great manager. And I think y'all could really actually win a trophy this year. 
but I do not think you have a shot at the league. And in all honesty, I'm not that impressed with your summer signings. I never rated Richarlison before. Mm-hmm. Arsenal were linked with him and I for the past two years, it felt like, and I never wanted him. I don't think he has a great attitude. I think he's a little overhyped because he's Brazilian and he was playing in a lower-level team. Perisic is old. Who else have you signed? Basuma. Uh... Basuma, uh, Arsenal used to love, so I do think Basuma's a very quality player. Um, I think Harry Kane is great. I think here's the, here's the main reason why I think Tottenham are going to struggle, and it's I don't think Son can perform as good as he did last year. I think there will be a fall-off. Wow. And I, I here's where I'm recommend. So before I get into that, I'm going to read off mine. I, at six, I have Man U, fifth, Chelsea, fourth, Arsenal, third, Liverpool, second, Tottenham, and first, Man City. But coming in to talk about Tottenham, there's one thing that I think that we've struggled with. and For like the past couple seasons, what you're the saying? The past couple seasons, and that's been our defense and finding a rhythm in that and like having like... And I think Conte's brought a system where we can defend a lot better. Not to mention we brought in Longley on loan. We've also signed Jed Spence, who's a young right back, who I think could be really good. And we use our wing backs a lot. Mm-hmm. And I and just really young talent. And so I I think but that's that's not even my main point. I think our defense has gotten a little bit of improvement. And we still need some more. And Romero's been coming up, and then we have some other players that are spotty, but I think what we've lacked to help us get to those top like one and top two finishes the past years is not our starting team, it's the depth. Because if you think about Man City or Liverpool, they have these players that can come in off the bench and not skip a beat, really, right. Right? because they're so good and they have that depth that if players are falling off or you need to rest them for a game or two on lower-level games – they still have the ability to come out and just win these games. Not to mention, we have Antonio Conte, who's one of the best managers in the world, who's been building an incredible system, has people behind him. There's all this stuff about Harry leaving a year or two ago, and now where's that gone? Harry's back. Right. Harry had a rough start to the beginning of last season, so did Tottenham. We but we, Harry Kane still had amazing stats coming in the season. Exactly. Now think about it. We finished fourth, and Conte came in like halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Now imagine a full season with Conte, with a little bit more depth, with a talent like Richarlison, who might not even start because we have Harry, Son, Perisic. I feel like there's – oh, Kulisevsky. Yeah, but is isn't he a midfielder? Huh? Is Kulisevsky a midfielder? He's been playing on the right wing for us. He's a right oh, yeah. wing. Um, he's, he's got like an in- stupid left foot. Like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to love the left foot. And then we have the midfield to back it up. Bentoncourt. We have Basuma. Is he permanent? Bentoncourt is permanent. Kulisevsky's on loan with an option to buy for around like $35 million, I think. Okay. So Kulisevsky's not permanent. And so coming in. Wait, when's his loan's up? Um, I think he has like if if we play him for like another year, we have to buy him. Okay. So I, I'm not sure about the parameters. So it was a year and a half loan? I think I, oh, I'm, I'm not. Okay. I'm not 100%. I thought it was two. But it, it could be. It, 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 okay. I think, I think it's it's a lot longer than I expected because okay. I, was, I was really hoping Kulusevski would be permanent. Okay, that makes he's sense. He's coming and lit it on fire. In the midfield, we've got Bentoncourt, Hoyberg, Basuma coming in, and then Winks, who's like a decent player. Skip, who's like decent, like not great prim players. Like they could they could be better and starting on like other teams, like bottom table teams. I feel like yeah. And they're not they're they're not great. They're and I mean, good, this is but. why I struggle to put Tottenham hires because to me it's an underwhelming. Like when you list all the like Holbier, Dyer, Skip, like Basuma, even even though I rate Basuma, and I think he's a quality midfielder. I don't think he elevates y'all to the next level. I think you're slept on Holbier. I think you also because, but but and this is what I'm gonna say is like. I've said this before about Conte to y'all multiple times, is Conte makes average players great. 
I think Hoiberg was good before Conte came in. I think he was one of our shining spots before that. And he he's like I think he's the rock in the midfield. And kind I kind of like our Xhaka. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> I don't think you're I don't think you're like that's getting rid of your argument. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and yeah. Honestly, and I see what you're saying. I'm terrified because of the unknown of what will happen when Conte leaves. Uh, but on yeah. the same page, <laughs> I cannot Taylor's wait for saying, that day. Woo! I, on the same page of what Taylor's saying is. If it's gonna be a year, it's gonna be this year. And when Conte came in on the second half of the season, so in twenty twenty two in the spring, mm-hmm. Tottenham was a top scoring team in the league. In the entire league. And we now now are adding depth pieces. I think some- you've added goals overall. I think you've added goals, which definitely you need you need to do every single like season. You need to add goals. But at the same time, I don't think – I think you're losing goals because I just don't see Sun performing that well again. And I don't think he – there's no way he wins a golden boot. Like tw- over 20 goals is hard to repeat unless you're someone like the likes of Salah or Harry Kane. Right. And even then, I don't think Salah will repeat it. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I, 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 I hope because I'm only, tired of hearing Mo Salah. <laughs> if you think about it, there's only one or two people every season that hit 20 goals right. because it's, it's an incredible feat and they were the only two people to get – Kind of close to it. Right. And so, I don't think Sun will help as much, but we have other people in the system now that are able to finish and able to come in and kind of make a big difference. So, he's not our only hope. He he He's kind of like a distraction almost. And now we can start like and – and so, I don't know. I think – I just – it's – I think it's the best Tottenham we've seen in a long time. Yeah, man. Harry Winks has our back. Harry Winks. <laughs> Harry Winks has our back, dude. So, okay. Tay, go ahead, Tay. I, I was going to say, I think top three for me, if I am so confident that that um, these teams are going to finish top three, it's Tottenham, City, Liverpool. No no particular order. Obviously, I have an order. But if if three teams are going to finish top three, and I am 110% confident. You don't think Arsenal is in there at all? I think they're going to be top six. No question. Top four, I, I I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. It's like it's. Well, don't it, let me talk you into it. You no, it's in between. Me. No, no. I I like Arsenal this season. Granted, I am a Tottenham fan, massively biased, but I am excited to see what um, Jesus does for your for your striking core. Uh, I'm excited for your new signings. I also, I mean, you guys were you beat us what twice last season? Or we tied once and then you beat us? No, y'all beat us the second time. Oh, did we? Yeah, we went one and one. Yeah. Okay. They beat us at the beginning of the season. If anyway. we had beat y'all, we would have got top four. That was our chance to take it. Gotcha, gotcha. Anyways, I mean, I think we're evenly leveled. So here's why I think Arsenal gets ahead of Tottenham. Because this is probably the biggest debate that people would have um, with my like prediction is I have Arsenal above Tottenham. I don't think many people have that. And this is why. Our first 11 last year was third best in the league. We Wasn't were... that only first half of the season, though? Huh? Wasn't that only the first half of the season? No, that was mainly second half of the season. First half of the season, we were we lost the first three games by nine goals. That's so... right. That's right. You guys were – that's right. So, that's right. A, we started the I season very poorly with pretty much all – I think our starting lineup in our first game of the season, I think only half of those players are still at the club currently. It was kind of the middle of the season y'all popped off, to clarify. Right. Y'all had a rough start, and I yep. think y'all had a rough ending, which is why right. it was y'all's to lose. But, but at the, in the ending, we had injuries off. where we were missing Tierney, we were missing Party, and Shaka was suspended for a couple games. So three of our starters were out towards the end. We didn't have our current first 11 even built yet and playing at the start of the season. Now what we've done, we've gotten Gabriel Jesus early. Jesus played in every single preseason game, and he scored a lot of goals. He has. So even with Lacazette and a underperforming Aubameyang for the little bit of time that he was there, we still managed to have a really good season and look like we were a top 13 for a little while there. I think Jesus does improve us that much. Whereas like with Richarlison, who is pretty much your big signing this season, I don't think he improves y'all that much. I th- Think the case on that though is because how do you improve Harry Kane and Son? Because you had a lot of room for improvement in midfield or in center back. And I think we we've touched on that. Long I think you've added Arsenal. I think you've added the same quality and increased depth, which is the other point that I have about Arsenal is we have increased depth everywhere. 
except in one position, which is Thomas Party's position, but Zinchenko can play there. Zinchenko can play in Jaka's position, Tierney's position, or Party's position because he's that technically gifted, because he's versatile in that way. So I think we will actually be fine with how quality Zinchenko is, which is why I think Arsenal get above Tottenham because not only have we increased our depth, which Tottenham have done very well this year, but we've improved the biggest hole in our team that didn't make us a top four team, and now I think we're a guaranteed top four so team with Jesus. What, what's your depth other than Zinchenko and Jesus? Because that, that's where I'm curious. Like you say, you have more depth than Tottenham, but I don't see that. Okay, because when do you want me to run through the lineup, like what do you well, want me to say? Well, when y'all here? lost Party and Tierney last year, your team fell apart. Right, but and we also lost Tomiyasu, who is our right back. Yeah, and so. And I, I get how that brings in a little bit more goals, but, like, those are also, like, the the backs right there. Like so, kind of. so Arsenal are a flowing team. Almost every goal is a counterattack or a movement. that So, either we pass out of the back and work it up and score, or we defend from the back and immediately turn it into a counterattack and score. That's how, that's how we score. So... We've brought Saliba back from loan, who was young player of the year in France last year. And in preseason, he's looked incredible. Ben White has been playing it right back because Tommy Asu still isn't fit. And he's looked incredible there. So we have great cover at center back. We have four solid center backs. And holding White, uh, Saliba, and Gabriel, who was top center back for scoring goals last year. Tommy Asu's great when he's fit. Tierney's great when he fits. Zinchenko's great when he fits. Zinchenko can also play in two of our midfield positions. El Nini's not a bad backup for party if the other pieces are there. We have Smith Rowe, Martinelli, and Saka, who are three of the most exciting youngsters in the Prem, and all score goals. And they're going to just improve because they're so young. Not to mention we have Fabio Vieira, who's versatile and can play almost four positions on the bench in Odegaard. Yeah. Did I cover it? That gives me a little bit more on your depth. I just still think, like like you kind of mentioned, because of the youth up there, like, I don't think... There's, they're not proven enough for you? I, I, I think they're on the way to that. Yeah, yeah, that's because they had a, They had a really good season last season, yeah. and I think they are. But for this next season specifically, that's still my opinion kind of like going into I think it. I think Martinelli needs to get double digits, because Saka and Smith Rowe did. Yeah. But... Given we're both backing up our, like, teams. our teams. So, so. D- Taylor... Why do you not have them in top four? Just because I don't like Arsenal. Okay. <laughs> I, I know. I think I, they finished top four. I think they finished top four. I mean, I. It's a it's a toss up between Chelsea and Arsenal for me. Okay. I I, think, I like Chelsea. I still think they're going to be strong. Granted, they're in a little bit of shambles right now. Um, but yeah, I think it feels worse than it actually is there. Just to be fair to Chelsea fans, like, yeah. I think you also have a very talented squad and yeah. a very talented manager. It's just. It's not in a good place right now. Can y'all turn it around quickly? Like, can you hit the ground running? For If Chelsea hit the ground running, they actually can finish top four. But I just don't think they do, and I think that's why they miss out. I think for me it's just a toss-up between, between you, you and, uh, you and uh, Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, I think either so we can go Tottenham either or Arsenal get third. I, I do think Arsenal have a better squad, which is why I put them third. And plus because of history and how Tottenham has finished above Arsenal for many years – I'm just going to assume history is going to repeat itself. <laughs> M- many years being the last five years out of the 150. I mean, that's a, hey, that's a, that's the past five. We're talking about the present. We're not talking about the past. Okay. At least so, that far back. Look, look, anyways, look anyways. you can use that excuse the moment you win a trophy. Until you win a trophy, I'm going to hold it over your head. I know you are. Anyways, going into it, because we only have a few minutes left. I think we've kind of na- narrowed it down. We all think pretty much top four besides Taylor you have Arsenal a little bit outside of it but we think Man City Liverpool Arsenal and Tottenham are going to finish up yeah, yeah 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 and so given that but with the few minutes left let's quickly run through like individual player the player awards throughout the year um I think we all have like kind of the same idea um of who's going to finish where so top goal scorer let's start with that Sit. Go ahead, Ty. Uh, I have Holland. I mean, there's so much hype around him. I mean, he is so dominant to the point where he's on every headline that you could possibly think of when it comes to soccer. Um, he scored many goals, has many assists. He's just a top dog. And so in that, coming on a team that's won the Prem the past three seasons, has scored the most goals out of most teams in the past couple of years. 
I think he's just going to be so dominating. Minus last year, Liverpool scored more goals. Just saying. But top two in, <laughs> in scoring in scoring goals. Yeah. And so, in that, I think Holland's going to knock it out of the water. I mean, he scored in preseason in some of the friendlies. Like, I, I, just, I think he's going to be I, completely dominant. I can see your point. Going into a team like that, like, how can you not score goals, right? Right, right. At the same time, he's not proven. And this is why I have not gone with Holland, even though every logical brain or cell in my brain uh, says to go with Holland. I've gone with Harry Kane because, even though I hate the guy, uh, <laughs> like you said earlier, Luke, or I, it might have been Taylor, like, Conte's got Harry Kane on board, and they're going for it this year. And I genuinely think Harry Kane is going to have the best year in the prim that he's had, which is saying something, which is why... I think he gets top goal scorer. And, spoiler alert, I also think he wins player of the year. And, and let's get into that. Because I think he'll be player of the year. And most of the time that's kind of comes along with top goal scorer. But I've also put Hall in there. And I put Hall in there because I Harry comes back more. Harry's, like, way more creative. And I think people have started to realize that over oh, the past yeah. year. He, he actually how, has good football ability. How much vision he has in his passing ability. So I think he'll be back a little more and getting a little bit more assists. And so I, I also have him as player of the year. But I think because that Holland, to me, reminds me of, like, a Ronaldo versus Messi. And he, Holland's the Ronaldo. Right. He's just, like, a clinical dude. He's proven it in the, what where he started the Austrian League, right? And then he proved it in the Champions League through them against big teams. Mm-hmm. He's proved it in the, the Bundesliga. Bundesliga. And yeah, heavy. He scored so many goals so for Dortmund. So many goals. And, and it's just it's going up from there. And it's just like Terminator. Can't be stopped. It's kind of right. nuts. And so that's where I'm at. Um, I, I love y'all's player of the year pick for, for with Harry Kane. I mean, gets many assists for the team. Comes back. like as Club a, as captain. Play, club like, captain. y'all are going to have a good season. Yeah. Play, like, playmaker. Also scores a ton of goals. Like, and and the, in all honesty, like, it's PFA Player of the Year is voted for by the players. And it's why De Bruyne has won it so many times. Because everybody in the league knows when you play the De Bruyne, he, you can't stop him. He's that talented. I think Harry Kane is that same way. I, that's why I think, like, Holland won't win it because... Everyone knows he just scores goals. He's not actually that skillful. In that well, sense. I think that's that's the reason why he's. I have Holland as my Player of the Year. I think that's why he's going to win it because he has so many eyes on him. Because so many players are going to be so starstruck or star starstruck <laughs> by how many goals he scored, the impact he's going to make for City, the mich- the and, man and of and the body just, that yeah, he has, the, the roboticness of him. Yeah. Like he like because all eyes are on him and because of the work he's about to put in. Right. I think he's going to win it. But again, no. if he doesn't score goals, then definitely not win. Uh it just throw out some names for most assists real quick cuz I mean I think that one's pretty hard to predict. I have two Trent and Salah. I mean, they were the top 2 last season. Um and I think I think they can I, I think it could be Trent, Salah, Kane, Saka. I could see Jesus. Um I think Kulusevsky's got a shot. I, that's who I like guessed. It was just like a fun shot for me, Kulusevsky. But I agree with all those names, and that's just because he he fits Conte's system. Right. I love Kulu, and I, and he led the league in the spring in assists, mm-hmm. and he popped off in that case, and he wasn't scoring as many goals, so he he seemed more like that support player. But I, I think Trent's got that strong shot at it towards uh, as per usual, and like all the players you listed. Um, and quickly going into PFA Young Player of the Year, we all have him listed, and um, which is Saka. I don't. I don't think anyone else has a shot of winning it this year. Look, so I'll, I'll mention the ones that got nominees last season: Phil Foden, Connor Gallagher, Reese James, Jacob Ramsey, Saka, and Smith Rowe. So I think I think Smith Rowe is also not a bad shot going into this new season. So the reason why I disagree with you is because Smith Rowe. Um, He's not going to get as much game time as Saka. Saka and Jesus are going to thrive together just because of how Arteta's system works. They play alongside each other a lot more. And Martinelli and Smith Rowe are going to share time. Um, so that is why I think Smith Rowe doesn't have a shot or Martinelli. Saka also, I think half of those players aren't eligible anymore that you listed. Um, no, they're not. I wait, speaking it. of, Reese James could also get top assist. Just throwing it out there. Um, he could. Reese James is a very attacking defender. Yeah, Reese James uh, could be great. He's he's a 
he's a good attacking defender, but he he might be a little too old to win it this year. But th- those are all great names to throw out, right? So I, I mean, I think Taylor said earlier that they uh, changed the rule to like twenty one and under, right? Yeah, I think that yeah, yeah twenty one and under. Um, I think out of everyone that's twenty one and under, I think Saka's pretty much the clear choice. He's yeah. the most proven. We know he's going to score goals. We know he's going to get. He has the best opportunity too, and so yeah. Well, I don't want to see an Arsenal player. Just to throw goals. out another name uh, that I think is very talented and could do well this year. I like Jalen Ramsey from Villa a lot, uh, but also uh, you Elise, mean Jacob? J- sorry, Jacob Ramsey. Did I say Jalen Ramsey? Yeah. Uh, yikes! Rock sport. Um, but uh, Elise from Palace, uh, he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and, yeah. He he he's another strong shout. He's probably one that would be like an underdog win on that. But yeah. Well, there you have it. Our Premier League predictions, uh, stats, um, overall opinions on what we think the Premier League is going to end up being. Made it through and didn't kill each other. <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. Being strong rivals. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you have it. Uh, hey, stay tuned for more. We have some fantasy. Um, episodes coming in the near future, some match day overall. Uh, Maybe a North London Derby uh, preview with um, yelling at each other and stuff like that. Or a North fine. London Derby watch party. Horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> that that does not sound like hey, it. Hey, WWE. <laughs> Maybe some special guests will come on here that, that know a little bit about the Prem and, and kind of what's going on. And maybe they'll just roast... All of our opinions. Yeah, absolutely. That too. I hope so. I mean, that'll make it more spicy. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, well, hey, that's the Queen City Takes. I hope you uh, all enjoyed. And uh, hey, stay tuned for the next episode coming out real soon. Fellas, there we go. Bye-bye. Deuces.